I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What's going to happen tonight? What's going to happen? We're going to whoop their Have you gotten wrong with yet? What's up, y'all? Welcome on into the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Wes Rucker coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio. Ryan Callahan coming to you from across town there at his home daycare center. And as you can tell by the truncated version of this intro, we got a breaking news edition, another breaking news edition of this Go Vols 24-7 podcast. And Ryan, if you could be so kind as to tell the people listening to this Go Vols 24-7 podcast why we have a breaking news edition for them right now. Yeah, Tennessee has made yet another addition to its 2022 recruiting class, and and this is a pretty big one in-state. Longtime Tennessee target Cameron Miller, the four-star wide receiver from Memphis Academy of Health Sciences over in in Memphis, obviously. Uh, A a guy that Tennessee was uh, targeting under former coach Jeremy Pruitt's staff and now has been targeting for months under first-year coach Josh Heupel's staff, Uh, but a guy that has – has gotten a number of other offers. Alabama was was Tennessee's main competition for him for months. Uh, I think he ended up being sort of a maybe a second tier option, I guess you could say, for Alabama. And then uh, had an injury uh, this spring, a hamstring injury that kept him from being able to work out at some camps last month. And that essentially worked in Tennessee's favor. It, it, it kept him from really having his chance to go work out at Alabama and other places, and and, and prevented him from. Uh, maybe having as many uh, options as he would have had by the end of the summer. And that, uh, you know, Tennessee was always kind of right there with Alabama at the top of his list anyway, but it certainly made it easier, I think, for him to pick Tennessee. So, uh, you know, a guy that Tennessee's been after for a long time and they're able to to seal the deal. And I think the chance to play in, in an explosive offense under uh, under Josh Heifel uh, definitely was attractive to him. And, and just the way Tennessee's recruited him from the start has, has always impressed him. So uh, this, this is a nice pickup, a little bit of an unknown to a lot of people, despite being a highly ranked guy, I think just because he didn't get to play last year, like so many other players in the Memphis area, those, those Memphis public schools sat out last season because of COVID. And, you know, so he didn't get to play. So the film that you see of him is all from his sophomore year. Uh, he was really good as a sophomore, uh, showed really tremendous speed, I thought, uh, for a sophomore and, and is, I, th- I think, going to have a good senior year uh, once he's, he's back out on the field and, and, and healthy here soon. But uh, just a little bit of an unknown, and that's why you maybe see him ranked where he is on 24-7 sports where we haven't had a chance to, to really evaluate him much in person over the past couple of years. Um, but regardless, a, a good player and, and certainly someone that Tennessee's new staff prioritized over the past few months and uh, a big pickup for Tennessee and what's been a tough year in-state. This is a, this is a nice boost for that in-state class that's been kind of slow building for Tennessee so far. Yeah, and in-state, 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 right? We've talked about this a lot, Ryan. This is a guy who, um, you know, this is a really good year in-state, and we know that Tennessee's had challenges in recruiting going into this cycle. We don't need to go into it too much because we mention it all the time, but we know what those challenges are. And the fact is going in there, getting one of the best players in the state right now in a really good year for the state has got to be a big thing for Josh Heupel and those guys getting into Memphis, getting a player of this caliber. 
and, and not just that, but beating out some quality competition uh, for, for a guy like Cameron Miller. Uh, no, no doubt. I mean, again, Alabama was, was, was legitimately involved there for, for months. And, uh, and certainly I think had enough interest in him that if he had, had made it to Alabama's camp last month, healthy and gotten to work out, it, it, it would have gotten pretty interesting there. Uh, you know, d- depending on how things played out, obviously with some uh, other Alabama targets at wide receiver, but regardless it, it, that, that part worked out well for Tennessee and, and maybe made the competition a little bit less fierce, but some other good team, Auburn, uh, lot, lots of other good offers for him. And, and no doubt a guy that, uh, that, that had, had, again, was on Tennessee's radar under both the current and the former staff for a reason. Uh, and, and it, you know, again, you can see it on his sophomore film, good speed, just a good athlete overall. And, and the, the exciting thing here, I think, is he's, he's a guy who the arrow is still pointing up on his development, I think. Uh, you know, just has, has gotten better through playing seven-on-seven seven at, at the receiver position. Uh, you know, his sophomore film, when you turn it on, it's a lot it, – he looks like almost just a – an athlete playing wide receiver because he, you know, he's kind of getting some handoffs. He's, he's doing a little bit of everything, but he's just showing impressive speed and and making plays, but he's not really a polished receiver at that point. I think he's, he's progressed as a receiver since then, uh, but just not, not had a chance to show it in high school games uh, since his sophomore year. And and now you get him, get him healthy off that spring injury. I, I think he's got a chance to improve his stock even more this fall, but, uh, definitely a good player. And, and, and again, in-state, like you said, can't overstate the importance of that, given just how good this in-state class is in Tennessee in the 2022 class. Uh, you need to get some quality players out of this group if you're Tennessee, and, and Cameron Miller definitely fits that description. Happens to be a seven-on-seven teammate of Elijah Herring, the Tennessee linebacker commitment. Those two guys also seven-on-seven teammates of Isaiah Horton, another four-star wide receiver who's still being pursued by Tennessee, still – uh, a, a very realistic option for the Vols as they as he moves toward a summer decision as well. So maybe not uh, maybe not done there, but those connections they can pay off down the road. Not just in this class, but in future classes. These in-state guys they they talk to each other. You you, you want to have good relationships with, uh, with with players in future classes. So so getting guys in this class make, makes a difference there. It's just it, it's it, you know some some people I know when they get frustrated sometimes with in-state recruits not working out for Tennessee. They say, well, what's, what's the difference between in-state and out-of-state players? What, what, what does it matter where they're from? It matters for multiple reasons. So I think it, it is a big deal to get a guy like Cameron Miller in-state to keep him in Tennessee. And again, go to Memphis, a city that, that's sometimes tricky for Tennessee to recruit and get someone like that, uh, a guy who's, who's always been pretty open to Tennessee and to seal the deal under a new staff that, that has an offense that's appealing to him. It, it's a nice pickup. Yeah, because we, we know that – you know the the advent of this whole seven on seven culture and and the summer camp circuits and all these things, they've they've made it a little bit different, right? Where it's not just like guys know other guys in their area. It's like if you're a good player, you know good players from all the other major cities around you. It's just sort of how it works. And if you're good enough, you know players from across the country who are also really good players. But but I guess I've always thought, and and maybe a little bit incorrectly, but I think there's something to it in the city of Memphis and in the Memphis area specifically. They care very, very much about guys from Memphis and where guys from Memphis go and whether or not they succeed. And it's a big, big, big deal. And if you've been to Memphis, you understand why. It's kind of Memphis versus everybody. That's the mentality over there. And those guys, if Tennessee can get into Memphis, get a player of this caliber, turn him into a good football player, especially after we all know what happened there with losing Eric Gray and all that stuff, that's, I think that's a really big development for Tennessee. Am I overstating that, Ryan? I might be. I, just, I think it's a big deal. 
No, I, I think it is. And I, I think you've seen that with the guys from Memphis who have visited Tennessee over the past several months when they, when they visit, who do they hang out with? Who's their, who's their host or who do they spend time with on visits? You know, whether it's Walter Nolan, who's a, a Memphis area native and, and we're not sure yet where he's going to play a senior season, but that's a Memphis area guy. He knows Omari Thomas because they've, they've grown up together in the Memphis area. So that, you know, those connections on the roster certainly matter. Uh, Walter Nolan also knows Bryson Eason and, uh, and, and Tamaria McDonald that, that played at Whitehaven. So th- those having those Memphis ties definitely makes a difference. And uh, like you said, it's a, it's a tricky city uh, to, for Tennessee to recruit. Sometimes they, they don't always get guys there, uh, but they have, they've had a, a pretty good hit rate. When you go back and look at it, over the past several years, going back to drew Richmond, uh, obviously Eric gray, when they, when they've really prioritized someone in the Memphis area, they, they've had a pretty good success rate over the past several years, even including Jerome Carvin and, and Jeremy Banks at Cordova. So they, they've done a nice job there. And this, this is just a continuation of that. So give Tennessee credit, uh, a new staff and, and give Jerry Mack credit. You know, this, uh, this is the exact type of player Jerry Mack was hired to bring to Tennessee or to at least help with for this new staff that doesn't have a whole lot of Tennessee ties. Jerry Mack, a, a former Whitehaven uh, player himself, uh, from, obviously from Memphis, and, and his, has been working hard on Cameron Miller for months. And, and to, to be, uh, to be you know, hired to, to help recruit the city of Memphis, the, these are the kind of results you need to get. So uh, I think a nice pickup for Tennessee and for Jerry Mack to be able to, to close the deal on a guy like Cameron Miller, who's, again, sought after by several big programs. Yeah, I was going to ask you about Jerry Mack, but you went ahead and answered that, so I'm glad that we could check that, <laughs> check that one off. Because No, no, I'm, I'm serious, because I think I was going to ask about that because he was supposed to come in there and help in, in some of these places like this and, and, and in Memphis, and, and he's he's done that. So he's gone in there, and he's pick, picked up this helped pick up this young man, and this is a big deal for Tennessee. But we got a lot more to discuss about this, this young man because you, you've got here – you know, how many receivers will Tennessee add in this class? What kind of receivers are they looking for? Maybe let's compare him to Squirrel White. Let's talk about, you know, maybe the combination of those guys, what sorts of receivers Tennessee's looking for. These are things that we've discussed before, but now that there's another wide receiver commitment in the class, it's a good time to go in there and discuss it again because there are interesting things to discuss because things always change in recruiting. So let's take a quick break. Let's let's step away, pay some bills, listen to product services, in-house ads, other fun things, and then we will be right back to discuss more about this on the Go. Balls 24-7 podcast. Hashtag ad. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Go Vols 24-7 podcast, brought to you by whatever product, services, and in-house ads you just heard a moment ago during that commercial break. Wes Rucker coming to you from Fort Rucker Studio. Ryan Callahan coming to you from his home daycare center across town. We're talking about Tennessee's newest commitment, uh, an in-state four-star wide receiver, Cameron Miller from Memphis, M-E-M-P-H-I-S. Tennessee going over to the western part of the state and getting one of the better prospects in the state. Big news for Josh Heifel and company. A big, big get for Tennessee. we got a lot more to discuss about that. Before we do that, though, quickly, guys, um, just take a second out of your day if you can right now. Please go in there and rate and review this podcast. Please hit the subscribe button. If you're just listening on the website, that's fine. We love you. There's nothing wrong with that. But go on there to your to your, your smartphone, go to your computer, you know, your laptop, your tablet, wherever you are listening to this. I, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, Stitcher, anywhere in the world, you can catch the fun pod. You can find this GoVols 24-7 podcast. We do this for free, and we're happy to do it. But the one thing we ask for is that you go in there and please, just just, just please rate and review this podcast, and please hit that subscribe button. Please also tell your, uh, your, your friends and family who are Tennessee people, and uh, we can keep this thing going as we've done for the past few years. Ryan, this would be the second commitment or so in the past week, specifically from a wide receiver at Tennessee. Um, and how would you sort of compare these two players? I know that Squirrel White is, is a little bit smaller and, and very much a speed merchant, just a kid who can absolutely fly. Compare him with maybe with Cameron Miller, who looks like he's got a little bit more of that. You know, I wouldn't call him a big wide receiver, but maybe a mid-sized receiver, but he also seems to run pretty well. How does he fit into this, this hypo offense and this goalish offense? Yeah, I, I think that's one of the, the big selling points here, uh, maybe for, for Tennessee with Cameron Miller, is that, that this, this offense, you know, they, they could use some speed, certainly. Cameron Miller gives them a little bit of that for, for sure. Uh, that, that's sort of what he's known for is speed. When, again, when you see his sophomore film, you see him turning the corner a lot of times and, and, and blowing past people and, uh, you know, has, has gotten better at the receiver part since then. You know, I, I've, I've gotten to see him multiple times since, uh, since last year in seven on seven. And he really has come a long way as a receiver. You see him make a lot of, uh, a lot of contested catches now that I don't think he could have made early on has really improved at the technique side of things. So uh, really interested in seeing how well he plays this year, but if he has the kind of year uh, that I think he, he will have, I I think we'll be talking about him maybe moving up in the rankings by the end of the year, or certainly having a chance to do that based on his performance. He he should be uh, a Mr. Football contender in, in class two, a in Tennessee, you know, he doesn't play at the, the highest level uh, over there in the, the Memphis area because he's not at one of the big, big schools like Whitehaven or White Station. So uh, he, he certainly has a chance to, to put up some big numbers, especially at that level. And, and I think will be will be recognized as, as one of the best in the state at that at that classification. But uh, regardless, you know, he, he is a he's a pretty fast guy. And, I, you know, had, uh, you know, again, that injury that he's got to come back from this spring, you know, hopefully that won't slow him down this season. But when he's when he's at his best, when he's fully healthy, he is. He is a pretty fast guy, and so built a little bit differently from Squirrel White, like you said, more of a kind of mid-sized receiver is probably a good way to put it. Uh, in about the six foot one range, maybe somewhere between six foot and six one. You know, not the biggest guy, but I think big enough to be a perimeter receiver. Also, certainly capable of playing in the slot, but I think has the has the size to play on the outside. And and, and again, just uh, one of those guys that you want the ball in his hands. You know, he's probably not got this. Uh, I, I don't know exactly how his 100 meter time and 40 time would compare to Squirrel White, but certainly I think he 
he is a speed guy, at least, uh, you know, not, not terribly different from squirrel white in that regard. I wouldn't put him quite in the same league in terms of verified 100 times or anything, but I do think they're, they're both fast. So this, this improves Tennessee's speed. And, uh, you know, now I think they, they would like to get somebody that with a, even a little bit taller than Cam Miller to, to kind of give you some diversity and skill set uh, to, to go in this class. You know, you've got the, the shorter slot receiver with the speed in, in Squirrel White. You've got Cameron Miller, who's more of a more of a perimeter receiver around 6'1". And now you, you, you maybe want to add a, a guy who's in the 6'3 range or so to go with them. And, and Isaiah Horton in state certainly would fit that description if Tennessee can add him. So, uh, you know, I, I think this staff's not going to just focus on speed guys, but they certainly have a couple of speed guys at receiver in this class now with Cameron Miller on board. So he's more of a like a four-door sedan standard size, but he's got like a, a big motor in there. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, basically? yeah. He's he's got a, he's got a nice high gear. That's that's kind of how I would put it. He he's not a guy who always looks like the fastest player on the field, but when he gets the ball in his hands and turns it on, he, he can blow past you. He, he really is pretty fast. So I I, I again I, I'd love to know what a forty time on him would be, but I I I, I think he's known for his speed for the most part, but just has turned into again just an all-around good football player the past couple of years as he's gotten better at the receiver position and, and I, I just think there's another another level to his game that we haven't seen so uh sitting out last year you never know how that might affect might affect his development in the future but I, I think he's he's almost become an, an under the radar highly ranked player because of sitting out last year and maybe teams not getting to see recently exactly how good he is but I, I think this is a nice pickup for Tennessee that We'll probably be hearing his name a lot this fall as long as he stays healthy and, and plays this year. Um, I think we'll be hearing his name a lot this year, putting up big numbers throughout the season. Yeah, and, and we've said this before, but Tennessee is still in on a bunch of big wide receivers or, or wide receivers that Tennessee really likes a lot. We know certainly that they spread the ball out in this system. They like to throw it around. They like to have receivers. They like to have fast receivers. So there's, there, there could be more that they add to this class at that position, and we've already discussed that a little bit, so we don't have to go into too much detail on that. But before we get out of here, Ryan, just in terms of momentum now for Tennessee, it, you know, adding a guy in state always feels like it gives you a little bit more of a of a kick in the in the pants to get going. Do, do you feel like th- this is now like a legitimate Tennessee's got some momentum thing? Now it kind of feels more like there's actually some momentum here now. Yeah, I, I think so, and I, th- this will certainly make fans feel a lot better about things that, that you know a month ago were maybe asking, okay, how how is this? going to end up this this is not a very good looking class and you know people seeing only five or six commitments at the time and uh not not very not not blown away by the by the quality of the players seeing only one four star in the class at the time this gives you not just another in-state player not just another in-state player with some good offers but another four star uh to to kind of add on to that and and a year where you're probably not going to see tennessee sign 12 or 15 four stars you know it's going to be a bit more of a struggle to to add another player like that uh, and that's that's where again, if they if they're able to land another guy like like Isaiah Horton or like uh, Addison Nichols, the four star lineman from the Atlanta area, if you get another guy or two like that by the end of the summer, this class suddenly looks a lot different. Uh, what, by, you know, by the time you add Cameron Miller and, and maybe one more guy like that, uh, if you can if you can close the deal on someone else like that, this looks like a, a much better class and a class that has a chance to again end up where. We've said all along it's likely to end up. I, I, I think a top 25 class is a very realistic goal for Tennessee, and it's because players like this were still out there for Tennessee. And now getting another one, it does add a lot more credibility, I think, to this staff and, and what they can accomplish on the recruiting trail. Certainly it's one of the questions fans have had, fair or not, about Josh Heupel's staff. Can he recruit at this level in, in the SEC? 
you know, I, I think a lot of those questions are, you know, somewhat unfounded considering he's been in Oklahoma before he's been in the sec before. Um, so he's, he's not just new to, to recruiting at this level. He understands what it takes. It's just a matter of getting it done. Uh, but this is showing that you can do it. This is showing you can win some big time battles. So I think it does make it feel like Tennessee really has the ball rolling a lot more than at least from perception wise than they did a month ago. I think that's a good place to leave it. And I think that's a really good point, Ryan. Thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, Wes. And if I can find that button, there it is. That should about wrap us up for this edition of the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Thanks to Ryan for joining us, but mostly thanks to y'all for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We always say it, but we always mean it. Thank you for joining us on this edition of the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. You can find all of us on social media. I'm Wes Rucker 24-7 on Twitter. Ryan Callahan is Ryan Callahan 24-7 on Twitter. Patrick Brown is P. Brown 24-7 on Twitter. And Grant Ramey is Grant Ramey on Twitter. If you want Just Tennessee news, nothing else in your feed, you can get that at twitter.com slash govals247. You can also go to facebook.com slash govals247 as that page is updated all day, every day, pretty much at least once an hour throughout all day, every day. So tons and tons of good stuff on there as well. But if you want that most delicious East Tennessee Smoky Mountain spring water right from the tap, go directly to GoVols247.com. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Go directly to GoVols247.com where you can get the best coverage on all of Al Gore's internets of Tennessee football, Tennessee football recruiting, basketball, basketball recruiting, Tennessee baseball. Tons of stuff going on there with the draft right now that we'll have to discuss a little bit later on in the week. Uh, tons of Lady Vols coverage with award-winning Maria Cornelius, who does an excellent job covering all things Lady Vols for us. we got two forms running around the clock. we got the checkerboard and the summit. Anything that is not political or religious in nature is fire away with it. Fire away with it all day long, every day. Go to GoVols247.com. Go to those forums. we got tons and tons of stuff. Thousands of Tennessee fans across the world speaking all day, every day about the Vols, about the SEC, about college sports, about life, about what's in their, their garden, mowing their yard, movies that they've watched, all kinds of stuff. If you're looking for a community with a lot of like-minded people, go to GoVols247.com and check us out. And you can get all of that. All of that for less than the price of one mediocre lunch per month. And you get a free trial to begin with for a week. And, and if you like it, it's less than one mediocre lunch per month. And if you pay us that, you get access in perpetuity to Paramount Plus, which used to be CBS All Access, and now it's Paramount Plus. And, and there are there's just so many things on there, guys. The bottom line is it's it's a one hundred dollar annual value of a streaming service commercial free that we will give to you for free. So it's like I said earlier, do not pass code, do not collect $200. How about you do collect $100? How about you do collect $100? Go to GoVols247.com, give us a chance, and then see what you'd like there on Paramount+. Plus. We got tons of tons of sports on there. You got tons of Vol sports, uh, tons of SEC stuff. You get NFL, PGA Tour, UEFA Champions League, UEFA Europa League. You get uh, like lots of Paramount Plus exclusive shows. You get stuff from the catalog, uh, everything CBS has ever done commercial-free, plus things from the catalog of Comedy Central, MTV, BET, Nickelodeon, and Smithsonian. $100-plus annual value in your pocket. No questions asked every year. Pretty easy. Go check us out, GoVols247.com. We will direct you to all of that. If nothing else, guys, if there's no major breaking news, you should hear from us here in a couple days or so, middle of the week. Uh, Until then, uh, be good to each other. Uh, Let's enjoy this summer, and let's get ready for football, guys. Football season is almost here. Uh, Just a couple weeks. We're going to SEC Media Days, getting things started. It's fun, so uh, stick around. We'll be here all year long. See you.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.